Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Challenge Podcast. This is the first podcast of the season, pre-season time. We are back, back with a new co-host as well. Alex, nice to see you again for the first time on stream. How are you? Yeah, challenge. It's been a while. I've been back in the motherland for a few months now from my stinting career. So it's good to be back It's good in to these be... bad times of load shedding and water crisis. <laughs> Yes, we're having a pretty bad time in our city with no water and electricity, but yeah, doesn't mean we can't stop playing the games we like playing, right? Not at all, yes. So it keeps me going every day. It's good to be recording with you in the daytime, because I think the last time, two years ago when we first recorded, you would have to record at like 9pm after work, right? Yeah, was wasn't an ideal situation for me, because it's... Maybe 11, 12 is my bedtime, so. The brain stops thinking. Yes, exactly. As soon as 10 p.m. comes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get going. Um, today we're going to be looking at just a short review of our previous season, what we can remember thereof, if we want to remember anything at all. Uh, then we'll be having a look at some pre-season thoughts and topics, results, anything that might come to mind. Then having a look at some stats relating to the teams mainly, and then looking at our current drafts as they are now. We both have a, two drafts each so far, so we'll have a look at them as we go along. Still uh, not happy with those drafts, but anyway, we can talk about that later. That's fine. Do you want to talk about them now or later? No, no let's, let's end off badly with those drafts. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in the meantime, then, let's, have, let's just chat about last season. Uh, how did you find last season? Any positives or negatives? Well, for the first maybe 10 game weeks, I could say a big positive, like I was consistent, getting over 60 points and hitting the 20k barrier ranking. So after that first maybe wild card at the beginning, everything just went downhill. This seems to be a consistent trend for me throughout the, the years of playing fantasy, so nothing's ever changed for me. You do a lot better in the first, like, two months of the season, usually. Yeah. And it's not because you're not active as a player, like, you're active throughout the season, but somehow you just always nosedive <laughs> after the first wild card. Yes, maybe it's captain's in choice, or I just mess around with the, those differentials in the midfield maybe you should just not play the first wild card yeah just don't play it until because this year we have three wild cards right yes so maybe the tactic this year is to just not play the first wild card until the world cup finishes and then wild card after that i could that is the ideal situation but for me i just get excited when there's a wild card available just Changed everything, but it just tends to mess up my team even more. So, just bear with it. Agreed. From my point of view, uh, last season wasn't bad. Uh, can't remember my final overall rank, but it wasn't terrible. I finished reasonably, but all the stop, start, and rescheduled games due to the positive yeah. cases and all that kind mm. of stuff really affected me last season in a negative way. Right. Uh, I wouldn't say I overthought things. I think I played accidentally around December when they gave us the second free hit. Uh, I decided to play one free hit in December in what should have been an amazing game week because I chose, I think I was able to get a team with Ronaldo, Kane, Salah, Son, and a few All others up yes. yeah. Bless me, I just sneezed. Yeah, so I could get this amazing team plus the, the big guys at the back. And then, of course, th- that happens to be the game week where I think the only person who actually scored points in my team was Salah, and he got an assist. Ronaldo blanked, Kane blanked, everyone blanked. So that ended up being a... a not a waste, but it could have been a very good result, and then because of that, I basically wasted the free hit, 
and everyone else had their second free hit later in the season so they had two free hits and all the other chips so I was always behind one chip basically and yeah what about you can you remember yeah. your chip usage not really just that wild card at the beginning and I waited until maybe the new year to use the the triple captain for this double or triple game mix wouldn't say it went horribly wrong I mean actually yeah it, it went terrible I mean my captaincy did maybe score one goal in those three games I think it was Ronaldo I was gonna ask yeah, I don't remember been, your team yeah when United were going through a tremendously appalling week after week performance so <laughs> Yeah, I must say those the, the triple captaincy chip last season for both Leighton and I was amazing. It was the best one I ever had. But for him, he he played it in the same week where I played the free hit in December. Okay. And he of course triple captained Jared Bowen in the week where he scored, I think, two goals and two assists or something. So I think he got something silly like seventy four points from his triple captain. Hmm which was amazing for him. And then later in the season, I somehow, I was that one of those lucky few who captained Salah in the double game week. Was it against United? Possibly, yes, United and Salah. I can't remember the other team. I think he scored a hat. Was, was it a hat-trick? Or it was something massive. Like, he did really well. So, I was very happy about that. I'm guessing the hat-trick was against my beloved United. I think so. Was it at Old Trafford? I think it was that game. Oh, I was so happy. Yeah. Me too, to be honest. <laughs> but apart from that, for the rest of the season, it was nice. I've, I like the introduction of the cup in FPL, that is. Uh, not that I did very well. I always do very badly in the cups, but I like the idea. Yeah. I don't tend to pay much attention to the cups. Whatever happens for me happens. <laughs> <laughs> Just luck of the draw, I suppose. Definitely. Mm. All right. Uh, let's move on to preseason then uh, I have yes <laughs> Let's go. personally I have not paid much attention to preseason uh, as soon as FPL finished at the end of last season it was a long season for me so yeah. I just switched off entirely and when the game launched I auto picked my team as you'll see later and I haven't touched it since then I haven't been on I have been on Twitter but I've avoided any threads or people's teams or discussions yeah. just because I don't what? Want to do it. I don't want to think about it yet. Yes, of course. Um, I mean, for me, basically, as I told you off air, I watched the the first game of United against Liverpool, and I have to say that I'm happy with what I saw with Ten Hag and his and his structure. So, good things lying ahead, especially with the the new recruits or the new the new Dutch recruits, should I say? And Ericsson. But for preseason, for me, I'm not looking too much into it. Just for new coaches or new players just to gel well with the structure and all that. Yeah. From a United perspective, uh, who are you most excited by as a fan and then then FPL as well? You always get excited when there's like a month to go for fantasy. Yeah. Get get into the site and then I see it's not ready to do your squads yet. So as the days go by, it get more and more tense. I think y- your most intriguing potential FPL asset this season is probably Ericsson. Right? Mm. I can't remember how much you said he was. He's 6.5 or 7? He's 6.5. Which for him in the midfield is a bargain. Yeah, I think the only thing he's a it's a it, it just yeah, <laughs> it is definitely a bargain, but yes. it's probably the only thing that you have to worry about is his minutes, right? Yeah. Is he going to start Correct. every game? Is he going to come off the bench all the time? <sighs> I mean, the thing I don't think he's played any preseason minutes, or maybe he has. I just haven't been watching, but. It'll be interesting to see because he 
probably with Bruno will be on set piece duty with the free kicks. So I'll see how Bruno's emotions will deal with that situation when it comes to it. What do you think is well, the, the glaring question at your club is what's happening with Ronaldo? <laughs> I mean, any situation, if I was him, it's harder because at his age, he's done all that he can and accomplished what he has. Um, okay, and we're back. We just had some technical issues there. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about Ronaldo's situation yes. at United. Um, I think for his age, at I think 37, 38, and the fact that he's been performing like a 20-year-old and scoring 20-plus goals in a season. I can't say we should get rid of him, but if he plays like a manager player role, like Giggs did during his later seasons, I wouldn't say no to that. Other than that, I don't know what to say about Ronaldo. He is his own man, and if he wants to leave and do something else, I'm all for it. So therefore, as a FPL asset, you're not even going to consider him at all? Probably not, no. You're just assuming that he's leaving the club? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, looking at, let's say, the bigger teams, um, Liverpool have lost Mane, but they've signed Nunez? Nunez, yeah. And a few other randoms, but Nunez is the big one. Are you considering him at all? I, I still need to watch his minutes or... Yeah, when he plays throughout the weeks, I'm still not considering him early stages, but we'll see. Maybe during the latter half, definitely. For sure. I think from my side, same thing. Uh, we'll have to see where he fits in or that kind of thing. I think when it comes to the the how can I say the rankings of people who I think are most nailed in a team, it's obviously the likes of Trent, Robertson, Salah. At this stage, I think Diaz will probably be a starter as well. And then it depends on what they want to do. If it's if Firmino is going to be more of a starter again or Nunez at first. So I think the Community Shield this weekend is going to be important to decide what we're going to start off with. Yeah, definitely going to pay much attention to that game. For City's premiums as well. I'm yes. sure you were going to mention Holland at a later stage. Yes, we may as well do it now. We're talking about the Community Shield, and yeah, looking at Man City, you just mentioned Holland. He's already scoring goals in preseason. Guaranteed. In goals, I mean, just a goal against Bayern, a single goal, but yes. Okay, well, I saw one goal. It's a, it's a good start. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting him? Um, like I said before, with Nunes, I'll have to see. Because there's so many forward premiums to choose from and you can't have them all. So it'll have to be one or the other. Unless you have Kane and Holland and have no Salah in the midfield, which will probably be an interesting um, fantasy season if you don't have Salah. It would, it would be fun to play around with that, but yeah, ideally you don't. It's something to look at, I guess, if you... Don't yeah. like Salah, and you just go Kane, Holland, Son. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But it's risky because there's no easy way to get Salah in. No. But yeah, from a city perspective, uh, it's tough. Do you go with Holland, who hasn't played in the Premier League, based purely on his reputation everywhere else, and he has played yeah. in leagues that are generally easier to score in for him? Or do you go with someone like a Kane who's tried and tested in the Tried Premier League? This, yeah. Older slightly, but again, him as we've seen again in preseason, we may as well move on to them. In preseason, mm -hmm. Kane and Son have been once again ripping it up. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's hard to go against the stats. How many premiums? I mean, that combination, it's it's deadly. How many premiums do you, are you gonna go go for? Two or three? That depends. Does Jesus no. does he count as a premium forward? I would consider him 
mid price or the top of that area yeah so ideally yeah okay so in defense maybe two premiums definite midfield one Salah, son or de bruyne and then the forwards two so four or five premiums in the team and then the rest maybe between the range of seven to nine and then the fodder four four and a half to make up the bench fair enough Let's have a... and for you uh premiums okay usually i tend to go with two but it depends on the pricing like this season now as we know i used to be able to get let's say Salah and Kane and then afford a Son as well who was 9 last season but now we have Son in the premium category we have De Bruyne Sterling is still 10 as well we ne didn't even talk about Sterling moving to Chelsea yeah. um, it's going to be a tough one I think for me I tend to stick to the tried and tested usually in the beginning and that's probably going to mean going for Salah and Kane but we'll see uh, yeah. It depends on fixtures as well. And speaking of fixtures, we can talk about the other teams as we go through the fixtures. But let's sure. have a look at the not that one. That's the wrong one. Ignore Let's that. Stop it, please. Game weeks one to five. Just this yeah. is for everyone involved. And just before we continue, this is from the Fantasy Football Scout members areas fixture ticker. So you can see that there if you want to sign up. Go ahead. Um, I've sorted this by difficulty for the first five game weeks so the team at the top has Stood, yes. yeah, the best games so Arsenal let's chat about them interested in, in them well from what I saw last season after their dreadful first half or start and then Arteta just brought them back from the dead so from that perspective I am liking their their players Saka Jesus even, maybe even Zinchenko, because I'm sure he'll be a, a starter. And desperate probably to get some minutes. So, definitely considering Arsenal, whether it's going to be in the midfield or forward range, I'm not too sure. Maybe even both, but we'll see. Are you are you set on any of their players? Like, are they guaranteed to be in your team? And which ones? <sighs> I think Jesus, definitely. Okay. Jesus and Saka... Odegaard, but preferably Saka, because I think maybe more minutes. Uh, Jesus, York, because I think he might be um, like the main, obviously the main guy after Lacazette left. But um, other than that, yeah, let's move on to City. City, definitely Holland, yeah. Yeah, looking at those first few fixtures, excluding people have been mentioning that West Ham might be a tough game at first, which, yes, it can be, yes. but it's City. If they're in very good form, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, one game week, do you, you know, exclude Holland and put in Kane? I mean, is there much difference? I don't know. Spurs at home, I don't know, maybe easier fixture than City away. But City, on the day, can score 4-5. It's a tough one. For me, on the face of it, I think people are looking into West Ham's form under Moyes. Yeah. And I don't want to say over-exaggerating it, but because they did very well with him. But he's the kind of manager that he, that he does well over the season. Over the season. So right. I'm, not, I'm not saying it won't happen, but I'm not expecting mm. him to set up a stalwart of a defense against City. In game I definitely cannot. Yeah. So I would rather looking at five games. It's West Ham, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, and Forest. And even if you were to go with Spurs instead, that would be Southampton, Chelsea, Wolves, Forest, West yeah. Ham. Similar, but they play Chelsea in yeah. game week two. Yeah. I would probably bank more on two City premiums, and therefore probably bank on Holland over Kane in game week okay. one. Thing. I mean, rightly so, yeah, from that perspective. Then again, uh, yeah. Then again, I would be quite happy to have 
cane in game week one and let's say a cheaper city midfielder oh th there's a question for you yeah. would you would you rather have Holland and son or Kane and let's say Foden or Mares now that Sterling's left interesting I mean it's hard to decide uh, I mean same positions same qualities uh, or would you go for a Holland Kulusevski or a Kane hmm. and Foden that's um, probably a better comparison because it's cheaper yeah. I would probably no. see for me if I were to do that it would be Holland and Son and then I'd have to find the money elsewhere to make that happen I don't yeah. I didn't own Kulusevski last year and that's probably why I didn't do well because yeah. he did very well I kept Foden over that period of time so didn't do too bad but I lost out a lot on Kulusevski yeah for me last season I banked because of Bernardo Silva had like a good start of the season and then I jumped on Silva he did do well for me and then during the latter half didn't do much so for me I need that consistency that's really hard with Kulusevski and now with Richardson, you know, like in the same positions, who's going to get more minutes? Who's going to rotate? It's hard. Do you play them both? Will Charleston play behind Kane and Son on the wing? It's tough. I personally, I think that's probably why I wouldn't go Kulusevski. But I think, <laughs> again, I got burned by City, I'm uh, not City, by Spurs last year. Spurs. I went yeah. with Kane for most of the end of last season and although he scored points Son scored more so I don't want to be thinking about that in my mind too much because it's a new season but I'm scared of Son doing that again to me yeah speaking of Son do you remember that game at home I'm sure you do against Burnley when he just scored when he scored five goals when he just went rampant I do uh, <laughs> And I think I did have him captain, and then on the day before deadline, I swapped him for Kane. And I have re regretted that decision <sighs> until this day. And I think that's what broke my rankings. Yes. Because, I mean, 50 points for one person, I mean, it's a massive climb. It's the kind of thing that puts you on the back foot immediately. Yeah. I've got a frog in my throat. Excuse me. Okay, let's talk about a team that we haven't mentioned at all, basically. And that would be my team. So, Chelsea. They've got a pretty good start to the season. Everton, eh, Spurs, Leeds, Leicester, Southampton. But from an FPL standpoint, I haven't... I'm not that interested in them, besides Reese James, basically. Yes, and Sterling... Um, um, Boys attacking you, turn your. He's 10 million. I've also overlooked Chelsea players. If I would go for someone, it would, hurt, would be James. But if I wanted a set and forget kind of player in midfield, it's going to be Mount. Mount, yeah. Up front, we don't have a striker, so <sighs> there's no option there. But then again, he's... Sterling would be that. Not wild card, but he's a good differential if you don't want to get uh, Son or. Whoever else, basically. Your Sterling's not a forward, right? If he's a midfielder. Yes, but I think yeah, that's the yeah. thing. He'll play in FPL as a midfielder. Yeah, in the yeah. Like habits. Hmm. Intrigued by new if players. I was gonna look into Chelsea, obviously yes, Reese, Reese or Chilwell, barring injuries for both of them, but James definitely, and maybe Havertz, if he fires from the start, if he's gonna be the. the the starting forward with Sterling on the wing. Maybe I'd consider Havertz. But at 8 million, I think he's the same as Jesus, so I'd rather cons stay with Jesus, who's probably definitely nailed on position. Agreed. Um, looking at the other teams who I haven't paid much attention to this 
preseason. Uh, teams who have good fixtures, Wolves, they have very good fixtures up front. I'm personally not. I haven't looked at them at all. So, are you considering them? Players like um, Neto. Maybe Neto, yeah. I'm assuming he's like six million again. Five and a half, Ooh. which maybe for those fixtures, yes. But yes. will he perform on a consistent level? It's hard to say. Uh, Last season, nothing. No talk of Neto. Well, I think because he was injured, but still. I think I would be okay with having a Neto in my team if he's five and a half, because that means I can afford, I can upgrade someone in defense with that extra point five. Yeah. And that's the difference between getting a Perisic and a James, or a Perisic and a Chilwell kind of thing, right? Right, yeah. Point five difference. Um, looking at Aston Villa, have they signed anyone that you can think of? Not that I know of. I can check quickly. But other than Coutinho or... Um, oh yeah, they signed Coutinho from time. Who is... Yeah, I have no idea who's in Villa's squad, to be honest. I'm uh, guessing the only option would be Coutinho then. Or someone like Watkins. Watkins for me last season did have a good a good half of the season, good start. I have and he was consistent. Yeah, that's the thing with Watkins. He's never a explosive player, but he scores points quite often. Yeah. But he also gets yellow carded often too. So Yes. That's the downfall, <laughs> unfortunately. Looking at Villa, they haven't signed any okay, a couple of random names that I don't know. Um, quite a few random names yeah. I don't know but they still have I saw Ings was linked to someone else so he, I'm assuming he's not going to be starting yeah just looking at the team now no standout players other than Coutinho and maybe Luca Dean in defence for those attacking returns but not really I'd agree anyway looking at other teams the only other teams that really stand out for me are and I'm saying this more from a just intrigue standpoint. It's Newcastle because they haven't chucked a lot of money into their team yet. But I saw this week that they're linked with uh, Timo Werner from Chelsea. So you know, that'd be if they got him. That would be interesting. I mean, considering they have no money and how Eddie Howe, how they finished. I think they finished top off end of last season. Yeah. So they did pretty well with no money at the club. So if Werner does end up going there, could be interesting it's with good Wilson. Team. Yeah, with Wil Wilson, Werner. Barring injuries, I, I could consider Wilson for those early fixtures. St. Maximin, Bruno Gomerich, Trippier. It's a good team. Yeah. If you ignore the City game, those first four games are good. Yeah, I mean, City and Liverpool, I mean, easy game, so Wilson may be captain. <laughs> Never know. Definitely. Um, looking at the promoted clubs, are you interested in anyone from them? Uh, Bournemouth yes, let's the, talk about them. Um, have the worst games, so honestly, I'm not considering them. Yeah, let's move along to um, Nottingham. Yeah. They have done some good investments, I've got to say, with Henderson. And my good friend, Jesse Lingard. So. Yes, those are two very good signings. And of course, they've signed... He, uh, oh, they've got... Yeah, they've signed here Henderson and Hennessy. Yeah. As well. Um, are you expecting much from them this season? Do you think they're going to stay up? More I'm, or less? I'm, I don't think I'm going to be like another Brentford from last season with the Tony Hop, but I think they could scare a few teams. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, Nico Williams joining them too. A good yes. potential four million option. Mm. I mean, that would bolster their defense, but I need to see. Hopefully, it does start, and then for that four million, definitely consider him for bench fodder. Currently, he is owned by twenty-seven, twenty-four no, percent of players in FPL. Yeah, and I mentioned to you. Off air, but I was going to mention it now that 
the issue with buying him, he's the most popular four million asset at the moment, but as soon as people see that he doesn't he doesn't start in game week one, they're gonna be selling him. Yeah. And that means you're losing point one on a player point one, yeah. immediately. So unless you sell as well, then you're losing money and we don't want that early in the season, I don't think. Definitely not. So I'd be hesitant to get him unless there's guaranteed that he's gonna be in. If he's gonna be playing, then I'm gonna get him because then the opposite's gonna happen. Then people yeah. are going to buy him. That's why I'm hoping that he starts because currently, as we'll see shortly in the in our drafts, I do have Williams, but obviously on the bench. So just hoping that he does start. So I'm not sure they've had any preseason, so hard to say at this moment in time. It's a toughie. We'll have to see. And um, um, I'd consider people. Okay, we, I know we're talking about Forest, but looking at the other teams again, I'm jumping all over the place. Brighton, who are always pretty good. Defensively, they always have the best defensive stats somehow. They do indeed, yeah, it is surprising. They don't have a bad <laughs> first five games, and I would definitely consider their defense usually, or a goalkeeper or a 4.5 defender, if I were. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that they're playing United first, so <laughs> could jump on the defensive route of Sanchez and who's their def premium defender? Cucurella. Cucurella, yeah. If he doesn't go to City. Yes. Neil Mopé, hat-trick at Old <laughs> <laughs> From what I've seen, anything's possible in the world of football, so can't rule it out. It is. Yeah. Right. Shall we... Yeah, we haven't talked much about Fulham. Fulham? Where are they? Also, yeah. Yes. Um, I see they've signed Pereira from United, who oh, could yeah. be the bargain of the season for them. Because he'll definitely be are starting number 10 for Fulham. Yes, especially very good. I think he's four and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's that fifth midfielder if you need it in your squad. And mm -hmm. he's playing a, behind the prolific championship destroyer from last season, Mitrovic. Yes. What a boy. Do we think that Mitrovic can finally find form in the Premier League? Or is it not? <sighs> I mean, he does tend to score goals like Ronaldo at a later, his later years. So maybe. He has, but he's always been a championship bully as well. Kind of like, yeah. the only person who's really made the jump since promotion has been Bamford with Leeds in his first year. That is correct, yes. Everyone else, okay, no, no one else. Everyone else scored many goals in the championship, but then they would come up and then not do well. And the first person that comes to mind is... Ebanks Blake at Stoke <laughs> back in the day. He promoted them and then, eh. yeah. So I'm prolific. I would like to think that that Mitrovic is an option, but with the current options that we have, and I think with the structure, we'll see. I think a popular structure is probably four four two. That's not a four. It's not a three four three at the moment. I don't think. No. Um, not with the current price increases. Not now. So therefore, Mitrovic isn't at the top of my list. I would more than likely buy a Pereira and then leave him on my bench and yeah. hope for the best. Let's finally get into our drafts. Oh. Um, let's, I'm going to look at my two drafts first, just to give you an idea. My Typical first host always wants to go first. <laughs> yes. I'm doing me first because my first draft is just my auto-pick team. So the auto-pick team on day one was a massive team. If I want a bench boost in game week one, this is a very good bench boost. Um, I have Allison, Stones, Thiago Silva, Alonso, Perisic, Bernardo, Rafinha, who got transferred, Zaha, Coutinho, DCL, Richarlison, captain, who's out of game week one, Lloris on my bench, Matip, Grealish, and Vardy. It's a pretty good yeah. auto-pick team. I mean, like you said, yeah, I'd bench Rich from the start. I mean, you're likely to get more points than that starting 11, maybe. That's a random... I mean, okay, have you ever considered a bench boost in game week one? Why not? Go go big full 15. Yeah, rather be lucky than good, so do it. Yeah. Could prevail, if not, back <laughs> of the line, kiddo. Anyway... That's not a real team. Anyway, so now let's move on to, let's say, your two teams. And these are proper drafts that you've actually thought about. So yeah. the first one is your 
cane draft. So just the cane draft. Tell us about your team quickly, from top to bottom. <sighs> so it's I've always wanted Kane throughout the season from the start. So even though he starts off very slowly, I mean that's a given. I think if you have him for the long term, it will it will be beneficial. Um. So for me. Okay, so let's start from the defense or for goalkeeper. So Riot, I don't go more than the five, five, five to six keeper range. It's not really necessary. Mm-hmm. Four and a half for both rotating keepers for me. Oh, yeah, um, you've gone for Riot and Henderson. Okay. Yeah. Boring fixtures, obviously, they will rotate. Sure. Uh, defense? Defense, I think so. Pretty solid defensive lineup, barring Trippier. If he, yeah. So you've but I do like the attacking the fullbacks. Who have you gone for in defense? Read them out so the podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> so, Trippier, Trent, Cancelo, and James. Obviously, attacking returns for all four of those def- defenders, to be honest. They are a threat. So. Mm-hmm. I am liking those wing backs. It's probably not going to change, right? No. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, midfield: Salah, Rashford, Diaz, and Neto. Mm. So Salah captain, obviously, because he's just he's a god. Mm. Against Fulham, especially. Yeah. So I've doubled up on Fulham for those reasons. Goal assist. Mm-hmm. You know each other. And Rashford as that. Outsider pick for United. He is a good one. I can't argue against it, to be honest. Yeah. At that price. Um, Neto. I really don't know why I went Neto. Probably just for team selection. I mean, if he does go well from the start, then maybe I could would keep him. But for in that price range, I don't know who else to go for. His Five first, and a half, six. His first few no pick one. fixtures are good though, so yeah, it's a decent row of the dice because there's many options around that price. You can always move yeah. away. Yeah. Okay, then forwards Kane and Wilson. Kane obviously tried and tested throughout fantasy. Um, Wilson, barring injuries, could get that attacking return and maybe be on set piece. Uh, easy on penalties, I think. So yeah. Bench. Bench your Henderson, Pereira, Greenwood, and Neko Williams. Not expecting much from Greenwood, just for money in the bank. Uh, Pereira still need to see how he does. Um, Henderson obviously will rotate with Raya for those yeah, save points. And Neko Williams, um, new team, promoted team. I mean, could go worse. If he starts, I'll keep him. Just hope his price doesn't go down. Okay. Um, looking That's at... my cane drop. Let's go to the, the next one. I first want to ask you a few questions about this. So Fine. In the cane drop, obviously, they're, they're glaring emissions of Haaland, and that's the difference, right? So we're yes. going to get into Haaland shortly, so I won't ask you about that. Uh, you haven't gone for the likes of Son as well as Kane. So are you, not, are you against the Son and Kane double up? I'm not against it. It's just with Salah, can you have both? I mean, I can. Does this team have no? I money can play around. It has maybe 0.5. Okay. So if I do, oof. I mean, I could take Wilson out, Wilson and Diaz, and just have Kane up front with four and a half forwards. Obviously, non-stop start like Undav was not really proven from Brighton, newly recruited. So we'll see how he does. Interesting. Yeah, but I mean, with the Bruyne as all the back of my mind, it's another option. And you, yeah. have, you haven't gone for uh, it, there's no there's no City midfielder at all in this draft. So not even at though, all. so that none of them are. I don't. No. I'm not. Well, nah, what am I saying? This scares me because if I if I don't have Holland, then I at least want a City midfielder. Yeah, I know this team. Yeah, it's it's just this is just fully 
for Kane purposes. And there's no bench, really. No bench, no. Like, I mean, you have Pereira who plays. <sighs> or you think he's going to play. Uh, thinking is definitely going to play. Um, yeah, this team is still under review. Definitely. At the moment. They all are. But yeah, yeah. Definitely a lot to think of. But okay, this is a decent structure, at least, price point-wise. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to Team 2. This is the Haaland draft. Just read through yeah. the team again. Okay, so I've got Mendy. So I've gone, I've gone past my philosophy of four and a half, yeah, okay. goalkeepers. But it's a different look. Yes. Um. So Mendy, um, Mings, Alexander, Diaz, and James. So just Mings and Diaz, the differentials there. Mm-hmm. Um, De Bruyne, Saka, Diaz, and Bruno. Um, Bruno, oh, not Bruno. De Bruyne obviously will be my captain. Probably. The majority of the season, um, you, you can't overlook the Bruyne. It, it's hard. Him, Salah, Son. Ideally, you'd want them all in the team, but unfortunately, you cannot. So you have to go either or. So the one's got Salah, and this one's got the Bruyne. So that is my thinking. And Bruno, obviously, at that six, six million price range, he had a good like end to the season because I think they bought him late so he did get the returns mm-hmm. goals and assists in those minutes that he played and then obviously Haaland and Jesus both yeah going to new clubs new structure uh, probably I'm expecting a lot from Haaland because just because he's a brute with the ball he's a bully he scores goals so he'll be a good fit. Jesus, definitely in there. Now that he's in, I'm not going to say a better club, but a club that will put the focal point around Jesus. Do you not, and then the, the bench is basically the same. Casemiro yeah. instead of Henderson. Yeah. Um, quite, okay, thoughts or questions about this? Maybe because you're not, you're not looking at it from a different perspective, so I'll, I'll try and give you the different perspective. Yeah. yeah, there are lots of questions about this team, but yeah, go on. Okay, the obvious difference here is there's no Salah. No. You have Diaz, and it's a it's a hope, I guess. But mm. not only that, but there's no Spurs either. So do you not think that's too risky? It is. I've just got, banked on going all City. Going all in on City and hoping that yeah. Spurs... City and Arsenal. And Salah don't mm. do anything yeah this both teams I suppose need a uh, bit of a revamp yeah rethinking you're not interested in in, in this team for example or you're not more interested in Son instead of De Bruyne I could you, go and then you have that like, how much 2 million in the bank or is it 1 million I can't yeah they're both 12 million I think De Bruyne and I have I think I may have well, 1 million in the price. bank yeah. Wow, I did not. It shows how much I've played the game this year. Unless the Bright is 11 and a half, 11. But yeah, they are high. Because uh, as much as Triple City is interesting, I don't think the fact that you're not having Son or Kane, at least one of them, yeah, it's worry, worrisome. I would rather, I think I would rather have Salah and Amares or Foden. Yeah. I mean, I can always take out Diaz. Yes, he's eight. I'll have one in the bank, and then I could put in Son and then take out Jesus, and put in like a six or seven. But that's not really ideal. Many things to still think, consider, and thankfully yeah. this weekend we'll get to see the uh, Community Shield, so we can see exactly who's going to be starting, and hopefully Pep Roulette isn't as bad this season. Although that's yeah. really wishful thinking. You've seen my dismal draft. Let's let's see yours. Challenge, please. Let's have a look. I'll show Your you main my, draft. my second draft that I made literally five minutes before we started recording. So, again, I haven't looked at any stats and stuff. This is based on free thought. Yeah. Um, I'll read it out to you. See, I think it might be a bit small on your side. Uh, for everyone else listening, I've got Raya in goal. My back line is a, it's a 4-4-2 formation. It has James, Trent, Cancelo, and Trippier in the back, so basically the same as your first draft's defense. Mm. I've got Neko Williams as well, which is weird, because 
as I told you, I didn't pay attention to your team at all. So our back five is the same as draft one. Uh, in midfield, I have Salah, Martinelli, Bowen, and Bruno Gomerich at the moment. And up front, I had Jesus and Haaland. Mm. On the bench, Hennessy, Andreas Pereira, Nico Williams, same bench as yours. Yeah. The, the, um. the thought here, off the top of my head, is I think this team has no money in the bank. So this would be me going with Martinelli because pff, most people are going sucker, and I think Martinelli will start ahead of Smith Rowe again. Yeah. Uh, Bowen has good fixtures after game week one. He does play at home against City, so that would be, again, slightly different. And Gamerez is there because same reason, basically. He's the talisman in the team. But yeah. those, those three players can change. They're interchangeable with anyone else, really. Sure. And, and also, this leads to me saying, asking the question, why no spurt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, why no spurt is just because I couldn't afford them. But if, if I want to keep the majority of this team... Would have to. Like, I don't know how I can get Salah, Howland, and Son in this team. Because then I have to downgrade. I could downgrade uh, Gumerez to another 4.5, which is mm. not ideal. Not the deal, no. Or it would have to be James or Cancelo, and I don't like that either. No. And that means it has to be Jesus. FPL this year is not going to be easy. No. And it's going to swing a lot of swings back and forth. Anything else that stands out to you? Just looking at that. I don't know. I do like the structure. It's just those, those Spurs players. But yeah, Martinelli for me is, is a good option. Because I'm sure you'll get the minutes along with Odegaard and Saka. Uh, Bruno, obviously. Salah. The defense, yeah, I can't go wrong with that defense. Oh, Attacking wise, or you could, yes, <laughs> barring injuries. But yeah, Holland and Jesus are front. Too. That seems to be the trend for most fantasy teams. I or Kane, Jesus. And yeah, I think that's the thing that's going to make or break, I think, people at the start. We're all going to have yeah. similar teams, not everyone, but a lot of people. But those small decisions like Kane, Holland, or Son. Not Son, Son De Bruyne, yeah, or Foden, Mores, Foden, Diaz, those things that could change massively in the first few weeks. Um, have you ever thought about just dropping Holland and Asus and putting in maybe five forwards just from the five million three, and then you can afford Salah, De Bruyne, and Son? Maybe those three premiums with Diaz could make up for not having Holland or Kane. It is an option, but it's a very risky. It's an interesting thought of option. Someone like Jesus and Wil Wilson maybe up front. Mm. Jesus, Wilson, Mitrovic up front. <laughs> and then you go big in midfield. Yeah. I haven't looked into that. I'm, I think I will actually. But yeah, there's a lot to tinker here. And we will be tinkering more. Community definitely, Shield yeah. this weekend. And we will definitely be... Oh, before I end, I actually want to show you the optimized squad. Uh... This is from fploptimized.com showing you the optimized team for game week one based on data, expected data going forward. So this is what a model would choose for you if you were choosing the game week one team. So compare it to your team and let's see what it looks like. Currently the optimized team has Mendy in goal okay. and then a back five of James, wow. Perisic, Cancelo, Trent and Tomiyasu from Arsenal. Luis Diaz and Salah in midfield with Neto. And up front we have Jesus and Haaland. On the bench, Stefan, Demarai Gray from Everton, Andreas Pereira and Taylor. I think that's from Forrest. Yeah. I mean, so you can not see, much difference. Yeah. You can see the similarities there. Yeah. A bit of a similarity in if you were to com uh, combine your two drafts. Right. Defense, and then there's Mendy and Neto. So maybe try and find a way to get both in. 
or I mean, I mean combining your two drafts. But again, what stands out here for me is, once again, no attacking spurs. Okay. Yeah. Just hoping that Perisic, yeah, it's not at rotate rotating risk. Mm. I think you will be. Mm. And this team is expected to score fifty eight points in game week one, which is a good average. Score. Yeah, it's a good return. Yeah. At least this shows that our, our teams that we've chosen more or less are in line with what line. is expected yeah. to do well. So we're on the same, you know, yeah. wavelength. We're on par with what computers think are yeah. going to do well. That's a good thing. I mean, no De Bruyne or Son in the automated team. It's, it is weird not seeing those players or Kane. It's weird. I think maybe maybe a change. I'm not sure exactly when this was yeah. done, but it, maybe a change is based on preseason games. So mm. I'll have a look again next week if there's another one, and then see what we have, and we can discuss it then. All right. Anyway, it was nice to chat to you, and we're just about to finish in just under an hour. Perfect timing. Uh, yeah. Any closing thoughts? Not really. I just want to go have lunch, okay. if you don't mind. Yes, we'll be having lunch shortly. I am hungry yes. too. Before we go, I forgot to do this. Social media plugs. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on social media at FanChallenge on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, like, subscribe, and watch us on YouTube at FantasyChallenged, one word. You can listen to us podcasting-wise on all platforms, wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, all of them. Just type in the name, you'll find us. And... Alex is on Instagram at what are you? Alexi underscore boofs. Okay, Alexi underscore boofs. I am at Chaz Button and it was nice to see you. Goodbye, Alex. I'll see you next week. Good. Goodbye.